This segment of the Cliff Notes Podcast is sponsored by the Maryville Forum Sports Section. The Maryville Forum provides coverage of the Maryville, Platte Valley, Nottoway Valley, Worth County, and Northwest Missouri State football teams each week in print and digital. The Forum is proud to cover all sports for Maryville, Platte Valley, North Nottoway, Northeast Nottoway, Nottoway Valley High Schools, and Northwest Missouri State University. A year-long subscription to the Forum is only $35. Go to MaryvilleForum.com to get yours today. Coming up on the Cliff Notes Podcast Week 9 pregame show, Lafayette and Maryville are still alive for a share of an NBC Conference Championship. We'll preview the big matchup between the Fighting Irish and the Spoof Hounds, and we'll have all your district standings heading into the last week of the season here on the Cliff Notes Podcast Week 9 pregame show. And welcome everybody here to the Cliff Notes Podcast. I am your host, Cliff the Groups. It is the Week 9 pregame show, and that means it is the regular season finale in Missouri and Kansas. The next time we will be bringing you a pregame show, it will be the playoffs. And we will unveil those matchups next week. But we got one more week of the regular season. We will talk about that here in just a minute. But real quick, we're going to recap the Week 8 scoreboard here on the Cliff Notes Podcast. In a, in a game with MEC Conference implications, St. Pius X dominated Lafayette at Alumni Stadium. 40-7 was the final score. Maryville retains the Highway 71 sign with a 42-0 win over Savannah. It is the 10th straight win for the Spoof Hounds in this rivalry. Plus, Cameron gets a big win at home against Benton. 20-14 was the final score. Chillicothe shuts out Kansas City East. 62-0. And Staley all over Central. 54-6. What's the final score? Those are your week eight scoreboard. When we come back, we will unveil the district standings in class four through class two ahead of these games in the MEC conference this week. And welcome everybody back to the Clip Dose Podcast week nine pregame show. Now this week, we're going to run down the district standings heading to into the final week of the season. This is going to be class four, class three, and class two, district eight. Only three district standings we're going to run down here on this portion of the pregame show, in Class 4, District 8, the Smithville Warriors are 7-0 and lead the district. Smithville is the number one team in Class 4, and they've retained that spot throughout the season. Carney passes Lafayette for the number two seed in the district as of right now with a 4-3 record. Lafayette drops to the third spot after last week's loss to St. Pius. They are 6-2 with 39.47 points. Winnetonka is the fourth spot. At 5-3, they have 36. They have a little over 36.5 points at 36.65. And then Excelsior Springs is the fifth seed. The Tigers are coming off a huge win over then class three number one Odessa. So that's gonna be a tough first round matchup. I wouldn't want to face them in the first round. I know Excelsior Springs are coming off a big win there. They're gonna be a tough out for whoever gets that fourth seed. They're four and two with 36.46 points. Rounding out the district, there is Van Horn with a 3-5 record, and they're just right over 30 points at 30.77 points. In Class 3, District 8, St. Pius X has the top spot with a 7-1 record. Chillicothe is 5-3. They hold the number 2 spot. Savannah's at the 3rd spot with a 3-5 record. Cameron is at 2-6. They are tied with Kansas City Northeast with that record, but the Dragons do own a victory 
over the back in week one. So that gives Cameron the home field advantage there if it does come down to a tiebreaker. At the sixth spot, it is the Bitten Cardinals with a one and seven. And then right at the bottom there, the district, Kansas City Central. Bitten beat Kansas City Central in week four of the regular season. In class two, district eight. Uh, no, Class 2, District 7, I'm sorry. Maryville is at 4-4. Four and four. They have the number one spot. They are tied with that same record with the top four, five teams in the district. Maryville, Palmyra, Macon, Trenton, and Brookfield all have a 4-4 four four record. That is the order of the districts. Maryville's 1, Palmyra 2, Macon 3, Trenton 4, Brookfield at 5. And then routing out the district there is Clark County with a 1-7 and seven record. Here's the schedule for Week 9 as we look ahead here. Park Hill South is at Central now. We did post a very quick episode because Central is playing on Thursday night. Um, More than likely, whenever this gets posted, this game will either be in progress or the game will be final. Stay tuned to the, to the Cliff Notes podcast social media pages to keep informed on this big matchup between Park Hill South and Central. Now, the first matchup of the ABC that we're going to preview is Lafayette and Maryville. Both teams entered this game enter this game with similar 5-1 records in the league. Both teams how you know they're four and one. Yeah, four and one there. Lafayette, um, Lafayette and Maryville, both teams can still clinch a share of the conference championship. Now the winner will clinch that share if St. Pius happens to lose to Savannah on Friday night. If St. Pius loses that game, the winner of the Lafayette Maryville game will clinch that share along with St. Pius. The Warriors already clinched a share of the league title last week with their victory over Lafayette. Now, to preview this game, we had an opportunity to talk to the head coach of the Maryville Spoofhounds, Matt Webb. We talked about how his team was able to dominate Savannah and retain the Highway 71 trophy and a look ahead to this huge matchup at the MEC with Lafayette. And we're here on the Clip Dust Podcast. We are counting down to the end of the regular season. It is the Week 9 pregame show. We are here with the head coach of the Maryville Spoofhounds, that would be Matt Webb. Coach, how are you? Doing well. Coach, um, had a great night on Friday night, got a shutout, um, retained the Highway 71 um, sign in Maryville. Um, 42 to nothing was the win over Savannah. Coach, just the walks through the game. Well, it really felt like our kids came out ready to play. Um, we had a great week of practice after a tough loss to Lincoln, one-point loss to Lincoln College Prep. So, um, I was really happy with the way our kids practiced. We moved on to the next week, and anytime you can, um, you know, like I said, beat your rival 42 to nothing. You know, our offense didn't punt the entire night until the last drive um, when we kind of had our younger guys in and for our defense to, to put a shutout. You know, a lot's been said. This is, uh, I believe, 10 years in a row um, that we've, we've maintained this sign. And, and um, you know, when you look at years past and years teams and stuff like that, over the last 10 years, and, and against a, you know, I got a lot of respect for Savannah and their community and their the way they've run their program over the years, and especially since I've been here. But, um, you know, that's the that's the, you know, only the third time we've scored, you know, 40 over 40 points against them, um, you know, and then that's our only the third time we've, you know, or the fourth time we've shut them out. So um, those are uh, those are big numbers um, for our kids to put up and, and live up to, and um, our kids certainly had a great week and. And we came out and, you know, went down the field on offense and scored. We wanted to come out early, so we did a surprise onside kick. It didn't work, but our defense promised me they'd go three and out, um, which they did. And then um, our offense went down and scored again. And then we got a takeaway and uh, a blocked punt. You know, we, we blocked a punt. And um, so we were sitting pretty early. And, and uh, the key with us is we were able to sustain that 
that momentum and uh, complete the game with, a, like I said, a 42 nothing shutout. Very proud of our players. Well, Kyle Job, that was a big win for your team. Um, this week, it's another big challenge ahead of you. Um, Lafayette comes to town. Um, both teams have one loss in the MEC. Um, Coach, just um, your thoughts on what you've seen on film from the Fighting Irish, and um, what can we expect on Friday? Well, I think uh, you can expect a high-flying game. You know, these are uh, – shoot, you, you look at Lafayette, they're scoring a lot of points. You know, they're averaging 38 points a football game, and that's, that's hard to do, you know, against anybody. That's hard to do on air. And, and um, they're extremely gifted and talented. I think it all starts with their quarterback. I know they've got some injury situations there, but, you know, number two is a dynamic player and um, certainly, you know, leads their team and, and, and can do what he wants offensively with some talented receivers and, and running backs, and they do a good job up front. So on offense, they are, they're explosive. And so I think the key is, is you know, we're going to need to kind of value every possession we have offensively. You know, we, we, can't, um, we can't waste opportunities. You know, we, we had a very efficient night the last week against Savannah and from an offensive standpoint, like I mentioned before, and we're going to need to do that again. Um, because they can certainly score a lot on offense. We're going to have our hands full. Um, but um, we're, we're doing a special night this week um, to honor our, uh, our law enforcement and, and first responders night. Um, we've got some new logos on our helmets. We'll have some events at the game. We're going to have some events throughout the week where um, we've got some guest speakers come and talk to our players. And um, certainly a special time. Those people are certainly valuable to our community, and we appreciate everything they do, and they're certainly not told thank you enough. So, um, we're going to do our part this Friday night, come out and finish regular season on a high note. Well, Coach, that sounds like an incredible evening at the Hound Pound on Friday night. If you're in the area, I definitely recommend definitely getting out there for this big game. Coach, thank you so much for uh, coming on the podcast all season long. Um, next time we'll be talking, Coach, uh, we'll be in district. So um, we will talk to you then. Sounds good. Thanks, Clifton. And that was Maryville Spoofhound head coach Matt Webb on that interview there. Next matchup in the MEC has Spitten traveling on the road to face Chillicothe. The Hornets are 2-3 and three in the league and 5-3 overall, while the Cardinals are looking to win their very first league game of the season. They stand at 0-5, 1-7 overall in the season. Then we got Savannah on the road at St. Pius the 10th. As I mentioned earlier, St. Pius has already clinched a share of the MEC championship with a win over Lafayette last week. They stand at 5-0 in the league, looking to extend that to 6-0. And then Savannah, they are 2-3 right now in the middle of the pack in the conference. A win for them will put them at 3-3 overall in the conference. We had an opportunity to speak with the head coach of the Savages, Kevin Kopecky. We talked about his team's Disappointing loss to Maryville and a look ahead to this tough matchup on the road at St. Pius. And we're here on the Clip Dust Podcast. We are counting down the weeks until district play, but we have one more week of the regular season. It is the week nine pregame show here on the Clip Dust Podcast. We are here with the head coach of the Savannah Savages, Kevin Kopecky, who joins us every week. Coach, how are you? Doing as good as be expected after the uh, you know tough loss to Maryville. They clobbered us pretty good last week. Coach, um, let's let's talk about that real quick. Um, wasn't a very good night for your boys in Maryville. Uh, forty-two nothing was the final score there. Um, coach, um, just walks through um, your 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 just walks through the game. Yeah, you know we are we emphasize all week getting off to a fast start, and uh, you know they had gotten beat the week before on the last second field goal with uh, Lincoln Prep, and you know I, I guarantee the Spoofhounds had a really tough week of practice up there. They probably weren't going to lose two games in a row at home. You know they were really uh, fighting to protect their place. Um, <clears throat> it's a great play to 
place to play a high school football game. Um, we got behind early, which was not the plan at all. We were going to try to maybe play a little bit deliberate on offense, maybe take some clock down. And before you know it, we were playing catch up. We were down 14, nothing, 21, nothing before you knew what hit us. And uh, our game plan was kind of pretty much out the window. Uh, kind of disappointing. It was probably the first time all season where our kids just really didn't compete that hard. And I don't know why. You know, we had a great week of practice, probably our best week uh, of the season and get to Friday night. And it's just everything went wrong that could go wrong. And again, you got to give a lot of credit to Maryville. They played a great game. Well, Coach, uh, the schedule doesn't get any easier for you guys. Um, you guys are on the road in Kansas City to take on of St. Pius, um, another top team in the MEC. Just uh, talk about what you've seen on film as far as the Warriors and what can we expect on Friday. Yeah, no, I hope you can expect you know the Savages to not come out and uh, lay an egg like we did last week. We just, like I said, uh, that we're not going to be that team that doesn't come out and compete and play hard. But for some reason, we were just really off. Uh, that cannot happen again. Um, Pius is a great football team. They are loaded. They're a very talented team. I, I count seven or eight just really good football players. And then they've got the other guys and other people that play a really good supporting role. But the, they're loaded. They're talented. They're very good. Uh, they do everything right. And I'm really impressed, you know, with their coaching staff and their kids. They they just do the most basic things real well. I don't know if they're really super fancy in any of their schemes. But, man, when they zone block, they stay on track. They don't come off blocks. They, receivers block hard. Their defense runs downhill, they attack, they just they play the game like it's supposed to be played. It's very impressive. Well, Coach, I'm definitely I'm looking forward to it. Um, Coach, thank you so much um, for coming on the podcast all season long, taking time um, out of your schedule to uh, talk about Savage football. And um, the next time uh, we're going to be talking, it's going to be district play coming up next week. So um, looking forward to talking to you about that. And uh, good luck to you guys against St. Pius. I appreciate it, Cliff. It's always good talking to you. Thank you. Now to Savannah Savage head coach Kevin Kopecky. There on that interview, the last matchup that we're going to be taking a look at is a non-conference game is Cameron host Marshall in non-conference action. The Dragons wrapped up their conference portion of the schedule with a victory over Benton last Friday night. We had an opportunity to talk to the head coach of the Dragons, Jeff Wallace, about his team's win against Benton and a look ahead to this non-conference matchup with Marshall. We're here on the Cliff Notes Podcast. We are continuing on here. It is the Week 9 pregame show. It is the last pregame show of the regular season. We are here with the head coach of the Cameron Dragons, Jeff Wallace. Coach, how are you? Hey, I'm doing real good. Coach, um, last Friday night, um, you were able to uh, pick up um, you were able to pick up a win over Bitten. 20-14 to 14 was the final score. Finally got back into the win column, Coach. How, how do you feel? And um, recap the game for me. Well, obviously, it feels pretty good for the kids to get that payoff. You know, we all know the payoff on Friday night for working hard all week is a win. and We haven't done that in a while. So, it was pretty important to them that we got that. And, obviously, I'm real happy for them. You know, I, I felt like we played really, really well. Benton's got some players now. And, and they got some really good, strong kids at, at some real key positions. We didn't match up well with them in a few spots. And that, that worried us greatly. But, you know, we won this game defensively, to be honest with you. Our defense, they couldn't run trap. And they had a hard time running the ball at all against us. Uh, and, you know, they're, that's just throwing the ball is really not what they would prefer to do. And we kind of made them have to do that in the second half, and they struggled at that a little bit. Uh, we were able to move the ball. We, you know, we, we did all that stuff on offense. But we had to search a little bit to find some things that we were able to run against them. And, and Dom Hurst had 250 yards off all-purpose yards in that game. Dom is just a man approaching 1,000 yards rushing and uh, just numerous catches and reception yards. I haven't looked at that yet, but – you know, he's our workhorse, he's our guy, he's our leader on both sides of the ball, and he had a tremendous evening. 
doing several things for us. But, you know, I, the, the key more than anything else, our defense played absolutely lights out. And, and our kids, they had each other's back. That was our, 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 our pregame speech. Our talker talked to the kids about having each other's back. And we gave a few stories of some teams I've had in the past, uh, just about things that had happened and, and, uh, and, you know, having each other's back basically for life was kind of our thing on Friday. Uh, you know, we talked on that, gave some stories, and there were some tears a little bit with some, some stuff that I shared with them. And, you know, I really felt like we were a tighter group in this game than we've been at any time this year. Well, Coach, uh, that uh, that win will will uh, end your guys' uh, conference schedule. Uh, right before districts, you guys have a non-conference game at home taking on Marshall, who comes into Dave Goodwin Field this Friday night with a 1-6 and six record. Um, I know, you, Coach, uh, let's talk about um, – what you've seen on film as far as Marshall and um, what can we expect on Friday? They're, they're really similar to what Benton did, very similar defense and, matter of fact, exact same defense. And they've got those players, those the bigger, stronger, quicker kids at, a, at the same spot that Benton did. It caused us some problems. So, you know, it, it helped us having something really, really similar the week before. So now we're able to realize where we had our problems and, and and we, we we grouped up and planned up some things a little bit different here that it'll help us, you know, take care of those problems some. Uh, so that was just a huge help the Benton game was. Uh, they're similar on offense. I mean, you're going to get the wing T type of attack uh, and an exact same defense. So, I mean, usually that doesn't happen two weeks in a row, but that's going to be good for us. The things that we're going to be showing, things that we're going to be seeing this week are going to be very, very similar in, in, to uh, to what we saw a week ago. So that's going to help our kids. Well, Coach, um Definitely, uh, that should be a fun one at Dave Goodwin Field this Friday night. Coach, um, thank you so much for coming on the podcast. And um, we will talk to you. The next time we will talk, we're going to be talking about districts. So um, we'll, we'll talk to you then. Hey, sounds good, man. I'm looking forward to it. Talk to you next week. That is Cameron Dragon head coach Jeff Wallace. That will be it for segment one of the Week 9 pregame show. In segment two, we take a look at the big matchup between Mid Buchanan and West Platt. And it's the 100th meeting between Plattsburg and Lathrop. We'll talk to both those coaches on the second segment of the Cliff Notes podcast, Week 9 pregame show. That will be coming up here in just a little bit. But until then, take care, everybody.